0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
1: Right now. Yeah, Rod's not here, so I'm hosting the show. You that? that? NHL playoffs all week. I still love that intro, Taylor. Every time it plays. It's kind of neat.
2: It's been a while since you've been in the... You know what? For this long.
1: Yeah, as for we welcome week, in then. Monday morning, Rod Peterson's show. And yes, Darren Dupont hosting Rod's away for the week. So we'll keep you posted on that. He is out making the world a better place, working on the recovery side and enhancing his knowledge base. So uh, we've got you here all week. And uh, Monday morning, Taylor Shire alongside. So thanks for having me. Away we go. Um, but yeah, it has been a while to the point where... I haven't hosted a show since we've been on Game Plus TV. Like, that's the Iron Man streak Rod's on. So it's, it's been a while. It's been, geez, I can't even remember. It's well, well over a year mm-hmm. since I've hosted a show. And you were here one of the days that yeah, I did host. Yeah, I was. I think it was about a year ago. You did one. John Frenzy and yeah. uh, Craig Smith were in for another. So there's only been three or four shows that Rod hasn't, you know, been a part of in 486 shows. Director Jordan's been on all but one right i believe he's got the the ultimate ironman streak he's been in all but one right yeah so there we go the very the very first one and there was the chino- he missed the first one Was there one. two then there's two that he's ah. missed so he's got a pretty good ironman streak going but uh you know it, it's going to be an exciting week so we'll lay it out for you we'll go through some of the traditional things that we do on the show but some of the things will be different so we're not going to have uh, some of the bells and whistles that Rod has. I, I usually don't play with the toys, so you won't hear a lot of bell ringing, gong smashing, horns. That type of stuff. There we go. But we'll have some things. I've got a quick six-show topics so that we'll get to in a minute. Uh, work through that. We'll get some of Rod's thoughts incorporated into the show as well. But we're lucky because it's NHL playoff time, so we're going to get a lot of game recaps. We're going to get a lot of game previews. This will be your morning coffee, uh, pre-game and post-game recaps for uh, the NHL playoffs. And really, today's probably the best day to be hosting because it comes on the heels of maybe the greatest sporting day in well over a year. Last yesterday, starting at 10 in the morning our time, noon Eastern. Uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs kicked off uh, on the day. I mean, obviously, the Capitals and Bruins played uh, on Friday or on uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. But yesterday was a full slate of hockey, uh, and it was incredible. So, we're going to get through all of that today. Coming up on the program, Peter Labardius will join us later on here in hour one. So, we'll go deep on that. Last time he joined us, we were getting set for the gold medal match of the World Under 18 Hockey Championships. So, he didn't recap that yet. So, we can go all the way back. And rewind and get his thoughts on, on Connor Bedard, Shane Wright, that gold medal game. So that'll be fun. The Stanley Cup uh, playoff recap from him. And then in hour two, Clark lined me up a little bit of a treat. Teron Davenport, he's with ESPN, The Nation, uh, does some work, I believe, on, on The Zone in Nashville, local radio in Nashville. He's a Tennessee Titans reporter. So that'll be a little fun. You guys will bear with me, and we'll, we'll do that in hour two as a little bit of a gift. You can see... We did some desk rearranging here uh, with the Titans football front and center for the week. but uh, So we'll, we'll look at that and a few other things as the week moves along, so it'll be fun. So how was your weekend?
2: Looking forward to it. It was good. It's pretty nice out, so I got to enjoy some time outside. And I don't get to watch as much, much hockey as I used to now with a two-year-old running around, so I couldn't be glued to the couch all day yesterday. But, uh, I was going to say, I don't have, have kids. Of course, caught up on the
1: highlights. I don't have kids, but what is that? like? How do you, You're in sports. How do you stay involved? Like How much... Hockey, do you follow? Three letters, PVR. I was going to say PVR yeah. and Twitter. Lots of games
2: are PVR and lots of the – I love the five- to ten-minute highlight game recaps that a lot of teams and, yeah. and leagues post. It's easy just to – you know, if to watch a three-hour game, you can really
1: get the gist of it from – and then the games I need to watch, I'll, I obviously will, and I'll make time to do it. But Playoffs watched almost every second – if I wasn't watching, I was listening. We we're on the golf course at Deer Valley, yeah. so had the radio broadcast. Yeah. It, did it, feel, it felt a little bit different, though,
2: even on Saturday, because I'm used to you know a, a full slate of games on – you know the season wraps up on Saturday or Sunday, then yeah. three days of break, and then a full slate of games on Wednesday, full slate of games on Thursday. That's sort of what I'm used to. So when I saw the first game come around on Saturday night, I'm like, this feels a little bit different. And then there was that um, – the Vancouver game being played. I'm like, well, it just feels weird. And then last night with another Vancouver game, the Calgary game, I just kind of felt – I didn't feel the rush of the NHL playoffs. And then when you watch – I tuned into a couple games just to briefly, and okay, playoffs is back. And then a couple of the rinks had fans, yeah. the capacity, the buzz. You felt the electricity again. So
1: That was probably the weirdest thing of the whole night was having all this great hockey, 10 a.m., 1, 5.30. You mm-hmm. had all these games going throughout the day, and then the nightcap was the Flames and the Canucks in a game that meant nothing. And, you know, just no fans in the building. Yeah. And it totally just sucked the energy of the day, right? I mean, if you're the NHL, I mean, you have to play the games. There's sponsor obligations. There's, you know, players have, you know, been paid to play in these games. And you've got to finish the season. But... You know, just how weird is that? And, and they're not done yet. They've got two more games this week. You know, up until Wednesday. Yep. So it's not. Gonna, it's interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, it felt different. And I imagine when um, Toronto, Montreal play, and, and uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg, it's going to feel a little bit different. Yeah. Because we're you you know seeing the early games down in the states, seeing all the fans and the buzz and the uh, like the Vegas game, right? And when you watch that, and then all of a sudden you're going to watch the Habs, Leafs, and It'll feel a little bit different. I think there will still be the on-ice intensity. I know there will be, in fact, but there will be a little bit less
1: buzz. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into it because we're starting to talk about the NHL playoffs. So what do we do, Jordan? Do I point at you for the quick six-show topics? I always sit sit over there and I... I half pay attention to Rod sometimes, right? Then he'll throw something he just at me. He presses a random button wake me out. up. So uh point one, NHL playoffs. Uh yes, they all got underway, most under the way over uh, the weekend. Washington with their three two overtime win on Saturday over Boston, Vegas losing one nothing to Minnesota on uh, Sunday afternoon, um Tampa with that late win over Florida. Um all one-goal games, and of course, the Islanders beating Pittsburgh in overtime 4-3 on uh, on Sunday morning. All one-goal games. Uh, you couldn't ask for anything better. Playoff hockey, even in a pandemic, is different than the regular season.
2: I picked Vegas in one of my pools, <laughs> and the fact that they lost in overtime one nothing did not excite me. Um, but still, a one nothing game is, and in the playoffs, it seems to be more entertaining than a one nothing game in the regular season, so... Yeah, I like how close everything is. And and these teams have been battling each other all season long, too. Yeah. It's not like you see other years where, oh, you, you know, this team has played this team. There's a lot of rivalries in the first round, but it seems like there's even more this year with, with how many times they've played each other.
1: You know, I, I added point two on my list to show topics was Rod's NHL leftovers. He does that every, you know, every day after the NHL. Well in anticipation of the week off, he didn't do his NHL leftovers on Twitter, so he's totally left me hanging. But he did point out on Twitter as he was watching the game, and to your point with the Vegas game, he says, I just remembered that defensive teams are murder on your playoff pool, and he has the eye-rolling you know, emoji, hashtag Vegas born, hashtag nighttime. But it is, right? That's playoff hockey. Minnesota's the only team you know, to really give Vegas a lot of trouble throughout the year. Yeah. They've beat them. Um, it's one that we think it's gonna go a long is gonna be a long series. But, you know, in a one nothing game to be as good as it was, and how about that save? Did you see the save that Marc Andre Fleury made behind his back? You know, in I believe it was in the third period with the game scoreless. Unbelievable stop. He was fantastic in that game and clearly is the number one guy in Vegas right now.
2: Yeah, and you know, fast or rewind a year ago we probably wouldn't have thought that. You wouldn't, if you would have put money down, you probably wouldn't have uh, – you would have got some pretty good odds to say that Marc-Andre Fleury would be the starter for this week's – or this year's playoff run. Um, but, yeah, and he's the guy I think. They, they're in a great situation, and that's part of the reason why I picked them. They're so deep but their goaltending is, is phenomenal,
1: and I think they're going to still make a long playoff run, even though they're down one nothing. Speaking of phenomenal goaltending, who has Cam Talbot in their playoff pool? 42 saves, and who also has chalked up that that's his fifth career playoff shutout. Tam Talbot's He's been in some big games, and he's he's played well, but not a name that would ring as the top of your list. No, or Craig Anderson. And that's the other one in in Washington. He comes into that hockey game, and and I even saw a tweet, and I can't remember who it was from, but, uh, you know, who just found out that Craig Anderson plays for Washington? Yeah, exactly. That was the tweet. And it, as he came into that game, yeah. um, in that and he made 22, of twenty-two, or he made twenty-one saves on twenty-two shots as Washington uh, had that victory over, over yeah. Boston. So there's two guys who you wouldn't think of, but that's playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And that's,
2: I mean, that's a lot of the reason why these teams acquired goalies like that, and that they put them, there, and they don't necessarily think they're ever going to be in the spotlight. But that's why you have a proven backup. For instances like that, right? You, you run with your starter, and then all of a sudden something happens, and that's why they went and acquired Craig
1: Anderson. Well, and I'm curious, is, is, you know, in that Washington series, is, we'll, we'll flip there for a bit, because that was really the first game of the, of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, Ilya Samsonov to not be in the lineup, but he was part of that COVID outbreak that they had. Ovechkin was part of that, the hotel room party, mm-hmm. right? He was suspended by the team, and we don't really know. If he's going to play, if he's not going right. to play, if he's part of this group, if he's not, if he has COVID, if he's just being disciplined. So there's all those types of issues. And the other thing that came up, and I, and I tweeted this, not with any opinion, it's typically how I roll, but Tom Wilson, how fitting is it? The first goal of the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs scored by Tom Wilson. Yeah. I mean, it's just the most polarizing figure in the game. You kind of roll your eyes a little bit. Like, how do you how do you sit with that? As you're an official, right? Just
2: what? Like, I just I don't understand. And this was a while ago, and we you guys chatted a lot about it. But I just don't understand how he's sort of still allowed to do what he's been doing. He's a good hockey player, but he's not. Like, he's he's just he, he, he his style is not meant for the game anymore. There's all this emphasis on player safety. Then when he's pile driving guys into the ice, it's like, no, you don't do that anymore. This isn't the 80s or even the 90s, right? So I, I still can't believe he wasn't suspended for a long period of time, given what he did. Um, so, yeah, to see him score the first goal, I was like, oh, really? I he, wonder-
1: he's, he's a good hockey player, and he can score goals, but... It got some reaction, and... <laughs> Rod says, he's on my team. Notorious RP. That's how he, that's who he replied to my tweet. If He'll, he's on your
2: team, you love him.
1: He, of course. I, I think anyway, but, right? uh, of but course. you still
2: would roll your eyes if he's on your team. But and I've, I've played with guys like that who oh, you yeah. hate to play against, but even when they're on your team, you yeah. roll your eyes like, what are
1: you doing, man? I know. You question Why'd some why stick decisions. that guy behind? Yeah. But, but then he scores the game, with the, the opening goal, sets up the overtime winner. So, effective. Mm-hmm. You can't argue the effectiveness of... Uh, of Tom Wilson, so that was that game. Um, big win for Washington. They have a one nothing series lead. Um, we briefly, you know, can touch. We touched on the Vegas Minnesota game. Um, the biggest game of the of the whole weekend was I want to say the nightcap, but that's not the real nightcap. Was was Vancouver and Calvert right. actually on the schedule? But it was Florida and Tampa Bay. I mean, this was Rockham, Sockham, lights out playoff hockey and you wouldn't know you were in a pandemic watching that game last night i mean you've seen the social media reaction it was as good of of game as we've seen in i don't know a long time you know clearly the last few years um florida and tampa like who would have thought that this battle in the sunshine state would have been what it was mm-hmm. I mean there's a rivalry brewing now between the Lightning and, and the Panthers and if you watch the game every whistle there was a scrum and not just a little you know push in your face crowd around the crease scrum it was two anti- cross checks to the back it was helmets being thrown off it was to the ice nets knocked off the moorings Every single whistle, like it was unbelievable. There was lead changes, there was goals that were being scored, there was emotion, there was 9,600 fans in the building that felt like 25,000. There was good goaltending. The goaltenders made big stops at at times. Yeah, that's what you want. That's playoff hockey. That's those are my favorite games.
2: That's exactly what you sign up for. And I I didn't watch the whole game from start to finish, but just seeing the highlights and and seeing the longer recaps, that's exactly what you want. And from the NHL's
1: perspective, that's exactly what you want. I thought about this, um, and it could have been a possible poll question somewhere in here. I don't know, but Sam Bennett, I mean, he had a goal disallowed early that probably mm-hmm. should have been challenged by Joel Quenville. They elected not to challenge it, and I think it probably would have been overturned. Um, it, was, it was disallowed at the time. for They thought they pushed, you know, Andre Vasilevsky into the net. I don't think that there was enough contact to warrant the goal being waved up. But, yeah. you know, had that, he was all over the place in the hockey game. And since being traded by Calgary, something that, you know, you, you often don't realize um, Nine goals and fifteen points, ten games since being acquired by Calgary, and he was playing meaningful minutes. Sometimes that's all it takes. physical minutes yeah. he's an impact player for Florida, yeah. right, and he didn't have a fit. he didn't have a home in calgary
2: and a lot of times you see that when a guy goes to a team like Florida, it just seems like the pressure of not being in Calgary anymore is just, okay, I can take a deep breath. I'm playing in Florida obviously you're still playing professional hockey and it's still meaningful to you but I feel like there is a bit of uh, a sigh of relief for a lot of players who do get traded down there Bobby Lou prime example Same thing.
1: J.H. is watching on YouTube, and we haven't mixed in any of your comments yet, so we'll get to J.H.'s comment. Jacques Dupuis says, good afternoon from Ottawa. Good afternoon, Jacques. Thanks for watching. We will mix in your comments a lot more as we move throughout the show, but back to J.H. on YouTube. Yeah, how clutch is uh, Pointer, dude? Uh, Legit top five center in the show, talking about Braden Point, and he had that goal the game winning goal on the breakaway feed. and went right through the five hole of Bobrovsky. It was outstanding. I mean, since yeah. we've watched him in well, Musja is as a 15-year-old scoring overtime goals yeah. for the Warriors, he's been clutch.
2: When, he, uh, that fifth, when his 15-year-old season, when he came around, I had hoped that he would have a spot for years to come in professional hockey because he was such a dynamic player. And I think if, he was, if, we're, if this is 10 years ago or 15 years ago, he wouldn't have even got a look. Yeah based on his size, but the way hockey's going right now, I love to see guys like that succeed the smaller, feistier fast guys who are just so skilled. They're getting more than just an opportunity now to go out there and succeed. But 15 years ago, a scout might've not even looked at him.
1: Yeah. They're no, five, abs- was he five nine? Absolutely. And you just didn't know that he was going to translate into a yeah. superstar, yeah, but
2: given an opportunity,
1: right? Absolutely. So I know we're running out of time here in the warmup and, uh, Again, we'll get to more of your comments as we roll. A couple things I want to mix in. So to finish the, the quick six show topics, a couple things and we're going to push these to later on in the show, but to I want to dive into the NHL salary cap situation because it's top of mind, especially, mm-hmm. you know, with what's happening in Toronto, Tampa, right? There's about there's 17 teams that are over the salary cap somewhere around there, that are all overspending, or, as Dave Poolin mentioned in his column in the Toronto Star, overcharging the credit card, <laughs> right? for the playoffs. So we'll talk about that later. Um, Point five, Saskatchewan's crushing the vaccination rollouts and how this is going to affect the Canadian Football League. I want to get into that a little bit. Um, And point six... It was the uh, FCS championship yesterday. We were following it on our Instagram story feed um, and with Sam Houston State mm-hmm. winning their first ever title. We'll also talk about that with Teron Davenport uh, from ESPN coming up in hour two. Um, NBA announced their Hall of Fame class. Chris Bosh, the former Toronto Raptor, he's going in. That happened over the weekend um, as these are extra points in the world. Uh, Mixed doubles, World Curling Championship. Mixed doubles gets going today. Uh, Brad Gushu, Kerry Einerson are playing, uh, representing Canada. And before we go to break, um, let's bring up the poll question for today, Clark. Our, our poll questions for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. And it just comes back to the NHL playoffs. Which series has the best chance of going seven games? They were all one-goal games, three of them in overtime. Your choice is obviously Tampa, Florida, Boston, Washington, Islanders, Pittsburgh, and Vegas, Minnesota, trying to see tampa florida 39 percent. i hope it does
2: based on what we saw in game One, oh,
1: i hope yeah, so too i'd love to watch
2: seven of those games
1: and and more rats the more rats we can get on the ice the better this is you know team issued this was on the ice back when john van breezebrook took the uh, florida panthers to the stanley cup final it's got the official tag on it here so we pulled out the uh, What's the rats the story? how did it end up there how did it end up on the ice yeah no way oh, here on the desk there's oh, got to be man. a story about no, it. No, there is a story. A fan donated it, but I'm trying to think about yes. who sent it into to Rod, both of these rats. So we've got those. We're, we're represented here, and uh, we've got lots to get through uh, in the show today. We'll get more into these NHL series coming up in a little bit. We'll preview tonight's games in hour or two, but coming up on the other side, the great Peter Labardius will join us here on the program. It's the Rod Peterson Show here on Facebook Live, YouTube, Game Plus TV, and listen live at rodpeterson.com.
0: Hey, everybody.
3: Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, (laughs) there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what, a couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? It, this is handheld, it's sleek, there are no cords, it's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. <laughs> yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous.
1: Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can <laughs> test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh. Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You want to know what's new about it? There was only
3: one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. There's a travel lock. You ever travel somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time, and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm -hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. looks-wise, it's sleek. A two-tone matte and gloss finish even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps, Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com.
0: Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey... I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Just a heads up. The Prairie Mobile text line's open. 306-840-8777. We'll do a better job getting to your comments as we roll throughout the show. Yeah, I know. John says I can't say the Rod Peterson Show because it's the dupes show. But I, I think that just sounds weird. I don't know if I can do that. And it still is. John, take a breath. Have just, a coffee, John.
2: Have a coffee. Enjoy the ride. Sit back and enjoy the ride.
1: Coffee's warm. Darren's yeah. in
2: charge today. He's in control of all control of all the buttons. I don't rule with an He's iron fist. He's going to press a few buttons that he might not know what they do. Yeah, but. exactly.
1: I don't rule with an iron fist <laughs> like Rod does though. So I'll work on that. My discipline and skills are low, but we may uh, we may use them as we as we roll along. So, Prairie Mobile text lines open. Um, our NHL playoff pool is now closed, and we are up to 428 in the playoff pool, so that's awesome. Great RP show prize pack up for grabs. And Clark, did I read this right? Did Rod add the Kraken jersey? Did he go out and buy a Kraken jersey? So I think Rod has added a Seattle Kraken jersey, and when I first saw it, it's got a C on it and a number 32, and I'm like... They put a player on it already, and they've already awarded a captaincy, but no, 32 for the 32nd franchise, right, in the NHL. So that'll be interesting. When I look at the playoff pool and the stats right now, I know that I'm in like 300 and some place. I've got two points. Um, I see Taylor Shire here at the bottom, T400 with one point. No, you're not dead last. There's a half a dozen teams that have no points. Um, most of these names are Leafs for the Cup comeback and, season, you know now. things like that. But uh, uh, so we'll follow along uh, as we roll throughout the playoffs on our playoff pool. But let's uh, bring in Sportsnet's Peter Labardius now. as I just can't wait to see your face. Hey Pete, how are you, my good friend? Hey
4: pal. I'm 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 Have
1: been waiting and no I weekends for this. It,
4: well, and right back at you, and and hello to Taylor as well, uh, pal. Enough of this on your skill set. the only thing I'm a little disappointed in is that I thought I was going to come out of the mad Greek. Mm. It it might've, it might've fit, but today with you on the show in particular, we're not mad. We're happy. We have lots to be excited about. And, and another thing is it's not like we've got to get something a little better than dupes. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm still open to suggestions. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I you know, there's double D, there's all kinds of things, but anyway, it's great there, to be with you.
1: And next time you're here, we will go to the Mad Greek and have you know those giant plates, oh. you me and ramps, uh,
4: oh yeah, yeah. those
1: ribs. Yeah. So how are you? They're, I'm good. I'm I'm good. It's been uh, it's been an
4: interesting year, as it has been for everyone. Um, you know, it's fascinating right now. Called a game last night. Flames in the for the first time in pro sports since 1957 in the National Football League, in case you're scoring at home, uh, regular season games happening after the playoffs had started. But you know, you know what? Darren, in some ways, it almost fits. Just with COVID and everything that's gone on, and you really do. Yeah, yeah. As as difficult as this is. Um, in a lot of ways, and especially for the teams who are not participating now in the Stanley Cup Finals and playoffs. um, You know, the league, I think, has done a really, really good job of finding a way everybody ends up playing 56, all the delays, the stops, every team having some form of COVID scenario to deal with. So uh, I'll put it to you this way. I will never forget this season, which actually started January 13th, and in some ways it's gone by like a flash, in other ways it seems like it's felt like four seasons. Yeah. No, I little feel out, little little shout out to Georgie and right there the four seasons.
1: <laughs> which by the way, that's where we ordered pizza from last night to settle You've in eaten, and well, watch, not to watch the Panthers and uh, and the Lightning last night. But we'll get to that. Just So that game last night, like, how did you approach it? And like, just like any other game, did it feel like preseason after you spent the day watching the amazing NHL playoffs that we saw, the three other games, how did you approach, you know, going into that nightcap?
4: Well, I think how you have to approach it is the combination. And Darren, you and I have had lots of talks over the last few years about different games and different situations and different approaches. Uh, You know, last night in many ways, you know, the Flames had Adam Ruzicka make his National Hockey League debut. Connor Mackey came into the lineup. He played three games earlier in the year. So I think in those situations, of course, you still call the game and you break it down. But it's more it's more about even in our pregame show, you know, it's not as much about the matchups and who's going to be better than who. It's more about stories and looking back and then in the Flames case, looking forward. So, um, you know, it is, it's, it's an odd situation. It's, it's not, it's not a preseason feel either. It's, it's kind of unlike anything that I've really ever experienced. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a combination now to me, it's more about the stories when you get an opportunity than just, you know, where the puck's going and winning and losing.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. So to the games, and let's start at the end, because that game with Florida and Tampa, my
4: I'm, God. Listen, I have, uh, I, I'm have i quite fond of the sport at all levels, quite fond. Um, watch a lot of it. That's the best hockey game I've seen all year. I mean, it was absolutely from puck drop, the physicality, the intensity, the skill level, the, you know, Changes in momentum, those swings, the comeback, and then of course the former Moose Jaw Warrior, just like he's been doing since he was 16 years old and in his 15 year old season, it it amazed me then. Darren, it doesn't amaze oh. me anymore. When he when he had the breakaway late, Braden Point, you just you know where the puck's going to end up. It's gonna end up in the back of the net, and I'm not a I'm not a huge tweeter, but I just couldn't I sat there last night, we were in the middle of our pregame show and I'm like um took me back to to Medicine Hat in twenty in twenty twelve as I get the years straight and the Warriors were playing he was in his fifteen year old season sixteen they're in the second round against Medicine Hat he'd already come in and you know, Sorry, Pats fans, and obviously obviously, people know that I might have an association with Regina Pats. Um, so he does some masterful work, and there he is, Game 3, Game 4 of that series. Overtime winner, you know, ended up in the playoffs with seven goals, three assists, ten points, three game winners, two in overtime. So my line now with Braden Point in a big game, just like it was then. He did it again. He just does it again and again and again. And you mentioned our good friend Kelly Remple, the silver fox. We just generally text back and forth on those nights, Darren. One yeah. word. Point.
1: It's it's what we love about sports. What a hockey game. You, you can't always explain hockey. why it happens. And why the, the guy right. continues to do what he does, but it just, it happens. And sometimes you just have to not think about it and just enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I believe. What a hockey game is right. I mean, back and forth and to have this great rivalry Beautiful. in the state of Florida with fans in the stands. I mean, the emotion. I had chills because 9,600 people felt like 96,000 people in that building last night when I'm watching that game. The rats were back on the ice, which we like to see. The rats were back. I mean, yeah,
4: 1996,
1: it had goals, it had saves, it had hits, it had, I mean, I was saying to Taylor, it wasn't pushing and shoving face wash and a little nudge and a crowd around the crease after every whistle. It was two hands to the back. It was helmets being knocked off. It was, you know, you thought a line brawl was going to break out after every whistle. These teams actually don't like each other. And I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it's it's drawing a lot of comments in, in, our, in our show today um, about the crowds. And you're going to watch this. And on Wednesday, we're going to see the North Division open up with no fans in the stands. And Clark, I can't remember who it was that asked the question, but they wanted to know your thoughts. Is there, is there any sliver of hope anywhere down the line in these playoffs of, of seeing a single fan in a Canadian building? Well, I don't see it, but.
4: I would say this to you. Alberta, probably different at this point than Ontario. And we're not going to make this into a political discussion. And I have big ties, as you well know, right. to both. Um, you know, it's it's great to see whether it's Saskatchewan or other places that the vaccination scenario is growing and more and more people are getting their shots. And um, you're right. You know, you almost, Darren and Taylor, you almost get used to It's been so long to not be in a building now, or at least it feels that way without fans. But whether it was the Vegas game in the afternoon in particular, or the game last night in Sunrise, which, by the way, tripled the amount of people that are normally in that building (laughs) when I've done games uh, at the BB&T Centre. You know, that was fascinating (laughs) in its own right. But it almost you talked about chills. I almost forgot, yeah. not, not that I've ever not wanted it, not that my greatest in a, in a lifetime filled with amazing sports experiences. I I've never taken that aspect for granted, but you know, as you, you go to the rank now, you're as professional as you can be. You just, you know, you do your job and I love the game. So, um, you know, I get it a little bit when players say they really, really miss it off the top. But once you kind of get into whatever the craft is that you're doing, y- you don't necessarily some nights now. And then the playoffs are just, you know, in our country, let's be frank. There's a lot of rinks that during the regular season, it it always has an impact. But in the playoffs in this country, in the National Hockey League, it's special. And yesterday, you know, Vegas has the best fan experience that you could have in the league. They've done yeah. an amazing job. So, you know, to see that, no surprise, you know, that brought the hair on the back of your neck up in the afternoon. But that, what I would call spectacle of not good hockey, not great hockey, but in my opinion, beautiful hockey. Oh, yeah. Passion intensity physicality great skill unbelievable drama i mean that's the theater that's what makes sports the greatest theater there is and you know i talk about it a lot and and again you know even darren has has kind of shown me that you know what you know when you're in your 50s it's not the same as when you're 30s we all see it a little bit different but if you didn't like that hockey game last night, you don't like the sport. You don't like the sport. Fabulous. Absolutely just fabulous.
2: Hey Lou, something we have to look forward to for the next number of years is watching Connor mm-hmm. Bedard and and his rise and and He's his pretty performance. Good. Not, not bad, hey, his performance not He's only okay at the, at in, the, in the Western Hockey League uh, season with the Pats but at the under 18s and and how he rose to the stage. And they sort of worked him into the lineup and then all of a sudden by the end of the tournament, he's getting top line minutes and he's you know, he's the go-to guy. You know, looking back at his season with the Pats and, and with Team Canada, what can you say about him and, and what are your thoughts on on the young man? Oh um, you know, I was really
4: impressed from afar to watch him four or five times, Taylor, during the bubble in Regina and was really, really taken aback by his skill level, his hands, um, his ability to make an impact. To have 28 points in that stretch of time at 15 years old has showed everybody why he was the first player to ever be granted, like the uh, sweatshirt says, Western Hockey League special status. But what I was really looking forward to when he was named to Team Canada was understanding in that type of competition um, with all the eyeballs, the pressure, and being a double underage, he blew me away. He absolutely blew me away. And what blew me away the most was, and, and Taylor for Darren will understand this about me, what I value the most in sports is people who can make an impact when it matters the most. And after having four points during the round, Robin, what he did in that playoff round was just sensational. He wanted the puck. He wanted to make a difference. He did make a difference. It was something that I will file away and remember. It was different. Than when at the same age at the 2013 world under 18, we saw the coming out party of Connor McDavid. It's a very there's only one of that guy. But you know, there's kind of a little Patrick Kane there for me. Just how shifty he is. He wants the puck. But to be that age, even the game against Sweden, forget about that the backhand goals, it's that's dumb. That's silly. That's dumb. Um, He just missed a penalty shot, was mad as all, get out at himself on the bench, got a couple of taps, went out the next shift and said, you know what? This is getting fixed, and it's getting fixed right now. And even in the semifinal game, okay, if you didn't watch, it's 8-1 at the end, but it's 2-1, biting some nails going to the third for those of us really invested. And who basically early in the third said, "You know what? That's about enough of you guys. I'm gonna take this over. I'm gonna score a couple." Um, he absolutely blew me away. He he did. It's it's people in that part of the great province of Saskatchewan. Might I don't know. How we're, I know we're running out of time, but I've said this my whole life. At some point, very soon you're gonna have to pay hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars to go watch people like Bedard, uh, Braden Yager. I mean, there are some spectacular young people in the Western Hockey League. I, I think it's as exciting a time for the league with young talent as I've seen in a long, long time. So get your tickets when we can go back and, and we don't take that for granted anymore. Get to Moose Jaw. Get to wherever you need to go. PA, of course, in Regina. Enjoy the daylights out of these people because they're not going to be around for very long.
1: We're lucky and they're to... terrific. Yeah, we're lucky to have them around here, Lou. And you, you know that. Oh. Hey, oh. It's... love seeing your face. Great to see you. I you miss too, you. Pal. And uh, yeah, be right well. Back at you. We'll talk soon. Yeah,
4: yeah, we will. Keep up the great work over there. Take Thank care. you. Thank Peter you.
1: Labardius joining us here on the show this morning, and we'll get to uh, recap a little bit of that coming up after the break. We're late for a break, so let's uh, let's do that and come back with more Prairie Mobile text lines open, 306-840-8777. So we'll get to your thoughts, too. It's the, what are we calling this? I don't know. It's the Rod Peterson Show for now on Game Plus TV Network, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and uh, full... Uh, Sorry, listen live at uh, RodPeterson.com.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod.
1: Okay, one, one toy I'll play with. we got breaking news today, and it's big. Guys, we're going for lunch. Restaurants are open How about that? in Regina, in the sweatpants capital. So we can go for lunch, and we're going to treat the staff to, uh, to lunch today. So we're going to go sit in at the tap. I assume the tap's open today. I haven't called over there, but we'll have to do that. We're going to the tap for lunch, so you're welcome to join us, Taylor. If you want lunch today, we're going to go after the show. Uh, So that's exciting, as uh, we do a great job in in Saskatchewan, actually, of vaccination rollouts. We'll get to that a little bit later on, but uh, first, a... Sports update, yet another NHL playoff game went down to the wire. Braden Point scored two late goals, including the game winner with 74 seconds left in the third to lift Tampa Bay over the Florida Panthers 5-4. The Lightning lead the best of seven series, 1-0. Nikita Kucherov scored two power play goals, and Andre Vasilevsky made 35 saves. Game two is Tuesday. Elias Lindholm scored the overtime winner as the Calgary Flames head on, held on for a thrilling 6-5 victory over the Vancouver Canucks. What a thrilling six, five victory in a Ugh. regular season, meaningless game. <laughs> Anyways, they bump, wrote it. Bump that one down next time. Yeah. The flames were leading five, one, the connect stormed back for an answer goals in the third period. The game of course, didn't mean much. Um, rookie, Uh, Ivan Castillo had a pinch hit RBI single in the San Diego Padres, beat the St. Louis Cardinals 5-3 for three games uh, sweep. Castillo's hit was his first in the majors. Padres have five players in the COVID-19 related injured list, including star uh, star shortstop uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. The LA Lakers closed out the regular season with a 110 98 victory over the New Orleans Pelicans. LeBron James had 25 points before he appeared to mildly aggravate a right ankle injury. Injury and our intern Allen filled me in on the NBA report side. The Lakers are going to play the Golden State Warriors in the play in tournament. So they don't even have a playoff spot yet. They'll play in the 7 8 game on Wednesday. The loser will move down. Uh, to play in the uh, for the final playoff spot, the winner will get the seventh seed in the West. The best team in MLS is at it again. Xavier Arega and Brad Smith scored second half goals for the Seattle Sounders. They beat uh, Los Angeles FC two nothing. The first place Sounders have earned a possible or sixteen of a possible eighteen points after six games so far this season. Uh, game two of the NHL playoff series between the Capitals and Boston Bruins goes today. The Caps won the series opener 3-2 on Nick Dowd's overtime winner. Veteran goaltender Craig Anderson likely to get the start between the pipes for Washington. As your sports update for the Tap, Brew House and Liquor Store? And they are open again for dine-in or pickup. Liquor Store drive through is open, plus you may also now shop inside. Please follow social distancing guidelines uh, to help everyone stay safe. And for ballers, sir, for a caliber coffee in Regina and Saskatoon. You can get the freshest coffee beans around delivered right to your door, calibercoffee.ca. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll get to your comments in the viewer takeover here next. Thank you, Ryan, for paying your, uh, your late fine here for showing up late. He uh, just supercharged us $5. You see that, Taylor? Right. Ryan McCarthy in beautiful Saratoga, New York. We'll get to all of your comments coming up on the other side, plus uh, I see texts coming into the Prairie Mobile text line as well. So that's coming up here. Uh, as you're watching the Rod Peterson Show on Rod's Week Off here on Game Plus TV, Facebook, YouTube, and listen live for Sud's Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson.
1: Hey, welcome back. The University of Regina Rams online 50-50 is live and it's open to those living in Saskatchewan. For those of you watching around the world, call up your Saskatchewan friends and get them to purchase the 50-50 tickets. Just over the weekend, they just launched Friday. The grand prize is almost $10,000. That was quick. The Rams football club continues to be self-funded through fundraising efforts and sponsorships. And they're going to honor all 2021 scholarships to 95 student-athletes. Go to ReginaRams5050.com and purchase your tickets. Comments coming in in response to one day paying a lot of money to watch Connor Bedard. Chris Bird in Toronto says Maple Leaf fans pay thousands of dollars to see Martin Marincin. (laughs) LOL. Yeah, it's true. And and we're getting him, well, right now in our television sets for free. Yeah. And for what? 20 bucks to go to a Pats game? I mean, you can't beat that when they allow people back into the stands.
2: Yeah, and then you can say, "Hey, I saw him when he was 15, 16, whatever it is." And follow
1: him, him all the exactly. way. Absolutely. Yeah, Ryan McCarthy. So just to his further his thought, he put his $5 into the kid. He says, uh, late from the gym on his day off. And of course, good afternoon to North America, Mexico, Norway, and Qatar from sunny and beautiful Saratoga, New York. That's why we want to get the scene setters, Right, guys? So I want one day to be able to see Saratoga, New York. I got to see how beautiful Saratoga is. We'll get Ryan to send in a photo one day. Um, so there you go. Uh, Rod Monroe is watching on Game Plus TV on the big screen, says, sweet. And uh, there you go. And Jeff, the Stamps fan in Calgary, says, says, wondering my comments on Premier Mo's plan to fill Mosaic later this summer, as per the story and the stuff from Friday. We're going to have to wait till hour two to get into that, yeah. because there's some thoughts in that. We kind of touched on it on Friday as we started um, with that. That will be interesting we are rolling out those vaccines back to back record days over 18,000 vaccinated on Saturday and Sunday. Um, So that's great. Actually got mine on Saturday. So uh, easy peasy. It was uh, pretty quick. Booked the appointment, rolled right in five minutes in five minutes out. So I've got mine and you're going to need to get yours. If you want to come on our sports trip, the VIP sports experience uh, in December, we're in the initial planning stages. Now, We don't know what's going to happen with the pandemic. There's a good Mm -hmm. chance it may be canceled, but there's also a probably pretty close to 100% chance you're going to need to have your vaccination if you have any shot of coming with us. So if you need any reason to get vaccinated, it's to come on the first big party, party. the first big outing. Tell me about it. I know all of our American friends are coming with us from all over and, uh, uh, people from all corners of, uh, of Canada. So that'll be really great. Looking forward to, to that in December. Prairie mobile text line is open. We'll get to your comments here. Um, before we run for Hour 1. Bob in Grand Prairie says the real Canada's team will win the Stanley Cup and bring it back to Edmonton this year. Go Oilers. He's referring to Rod's love of the Vegas Golden Knights. Canada's team, as he likes to call them. Ray in the 416 says, Hey Moose, great job filling in for Rod. Looking forward to the Moose rant. LOL. More of those comments and more from you in Hour 2. It's the Rod Peterson Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.